How is Haskell faster than C? I have two explanations, which I'll get to in a moment. My name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So usually languages are compared to C, right? It's kind of like the standard benchmark language to say, like, oh, this language is only a f factor of two slower than C, right? Most languages are slower than C. And um, when, especially when you get into, like, the more higher-level languages, you have this idea of, like, well, we lost a lot of speed, but you don't have to deal with all these problems that C has, like... Um, you know, you don't have memory leaks because we have a garbage collector. You don't have to deal with like when to when to free the memory, and you know, just all these niceties add up, but it's at the cost of speed. But then you have something like Haskell, that is often faster than C in the benchmarks. It's very close to C when it's not faster. And it's not like, oh, it's twice as slow. No, it's like right there. It's like within a few percentage of C. And very often it's on the other side. It's faster than C. So what's going on? Okay, so there's actually two things, at least. These are the two things I know of that are going on. Uh, the first is optimization. Haskell has a lot of knowledge so the Haskell compiler is given a lot of knowledge about the program in the form of types usually. And those types are uh, uh, richer um, than what the types in C are. Not only is it the types, but it's also there's a lot of the semantics of Haskell that give the compiler a lot of leeway, let's call it, a lot of wiggle room for optimization. One of those is lazy evaluation. So in C, it's strict evaluation. You put a function there. Um, you know, it kind of executes one line at a time, you know, is how you should think of C executing. So it's going to call this line. Everything on this line is going to finish before we get to the next line, right? But in Haskell, that's not the case. You can have you can call something, give it a name, and um, it doesn't actually do anything yet, right? And so the compiler can actually analyze it, and a lot of times figure out, hey, you never use this in this branch, right? So I'm not going to do it yet until I know that you're in this branch, and then I'll I'll do it, or it might. It might never do it. Like the analysis gets so complex, it might just remember how to do it. And in case you need it, it'll be there, but it won't do it. So there's a lot of stuff that uh, you could, in theory, hand tune if you were a, 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 a very, uh, a, a very good at optimizing as a programmer, you could hand tune and say, oh, there's a certain case where I won't need this value, so I'm just not going to calculate until I really, really need it. But it 
in, in practice that gets so hard. It gets so complicated that you're just not going to do it. Right. And so Haskell can do that. Haskell just does it in the program. It doesn't have to think about it. Right. So it can do some analysis. It can figure out when something should be, is going to be needed anyway. Might as well just calculate it. Now you can do some analysis and say, Oh, it's only needed sometimes. So I'm probably won't do it yet. And, uh, and then sometimes it just punts and just says, well, I don't know how to analyze this, but the net effect is that that is faster. Another thing is, um, it can do a lot of, because, because everything is, uh, pure, it can do a lot more, uh, optimizations of like moving code around and inlining and, um, doing more stuff at compile time that can't be done in C. Um, and th those are typically th thought of as like inlining people optimization, that kind of stuff. But, uh, Haskell can, has a broader range of maneuvers that it can do that let the code get optimized really well. And that's nice. Uh, so it's kind of like you're getting the benefits of the high level. Like you can code how, how, how it should be read, right? I'm coding for another programmer. I'm just making it very readable, but then the compiler can kind of transform it into something that's better to be executed on the machine. Okay. That's number one. That's optimization. But number two is potentially even bigger. And that is that Haskell lets you use better data and algorithms. And I need to explain because yes, they're both Turing complete. Okay. So let's take that argument. I agree, but let's take it off the table. Brian Cantrill, uh, actually made this argument and that's where I got the idea for this episode from. He was talking about rust, but it applies equally to Haskell. So he has been doing a lot of system programming in his career, and a lot of it is done in C because it needs to be low level. And his, his argument goes like this. Well, in C, you know, if you need a data structure, um, it's, in C, it's just kind of hard to do anything more complex than a linked list. Or, you know, maybe you could get a little bit more complicated, but linked list is kind of you know, you write linked lists all day long. Cause that's like, it's something that, you know, you're not going to mess up and it does the job and it's fine. Right? Well, Haskell can actually, cause it's higher level. It can actually manage much more complex data structures and do so in a correct way. Right? So you can write, it gives you tools to write data structures that are known to be more efficient for certain access patterns, right? So linked lists are very linear. They, so, so every, you know, not every access, if you access the first thing, it's not, it's constant, but in general, you're accessing things through inside the list, uh, randomly, right? Let's just say that's what your algorithm is. And so, any access, so you're, so you're accessing stuff randomly, that's linear, 
And so if you do that in a loop, wow, you're quadratic already, right? So in Haskell, you can replace that linked list with something else, like let's say a tree, right? So now your access is logarithmic. You've already saved a bunch of time uh, in terms of complexity, time complexity. And so that is another way that Haskell benefits over C. That if the problem is complicated enough where or big enough where a linked list, the difference between in access complexity and big O notation complexity between a linked list and a and a tree, boom, it's it's a big enough difference, Haskell's gonna win. And it's simply a matter of um, of how much complexity can you handle. Now, of course, if someone wrote a tree in C and you imported that library and you you know included it in your C code, you would start competing again with Haskell, right? You could do that, sure. Um, but uh, do you do that? Is that a possibility? in these benchmarks it might not be a possibility whereas in haskell you could do that you could write it yourself um and i find that this is the case a lot of times in um higher level languages you know it's a spectrum right c is very low level java's higher level than c but then scala is higher level than java closure is higher level than java um so it's a spectrum. And what happens is as you tackle these benchmarks, sure, C is going to win because it's very small problems, right? It's like, you know, calculating uh, something with a known algorithm, right? So, like, people have been optimizing the C algorithm for that for years, so they know exactly how to make it the fastest. Um, but when you're dealing with more real world problems, bigger problems uh very often you do need garbage collection and um higher uh, a better concept of of data type um and data structure than c will give you and so that's uh what happens so just as and and it's not just about data structure there's other facilities of the language um just as a little anecdote, I heard a story once where um, there was a competition to see who could write the fastest program, and it was C versus Java. And it surprised everyone, especially the C programmers, but the Java implementation won. And it won by a lot. And uh, the C people were like, no, that's not possible. It's, you know how could this big monstrous VM beat our highly tuned tiny little C program? And, uh, they started reading the Java code and, you know, you could imagine them like huddled there with their printouts, like, ah, then they all say, no, look, they cheated. And what they were pointing at was in Java, they had used threads. They use multiple threads to solve the problem. 
whereas in C, they didn't. And they considered that cheating. But in C, you can see the you can see the the problem here, right? Like you can see why they consider it cheating. Because they're used to benchmarks where it's just one thread, purely sequential code. And it is really hard to write threads in C compared to Java. And in Java, it's very easy to write threads and to start new threads. And so, uh, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Who won? Well, I say the Java people won because that's the whole point of Java is it makes those kinds of things easy. It makes threads on, you know, cross platform really easy. Uh, it makes garbage collection cross platform really easy. And I think that the same thing is true of Haskell. You know, if it makes um, writing a data structure that gives you an advantage over a linked list, let's say, easy. And so that's what you get. That's what. That's why it's faster. All right. If you um, have some ideas about why Haskell is faster, where, about these high-level languages, how they could be faster than a low-level language where you get to control everything and highly tune the, you know, the, the code down to individual instructions. If that's the kind of thing you like doing, how is that even possible? Um, do you agree with me? Uh, disagree? I'd love to know. You can go to lispcast.com slash podcast. You can find ways to contact me, email, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, you can also find all the past episodes. They have audio, video, and transcripts, text transcripts of all the past episodes. And you can find subscribe links if you want to subscribe. Thank you so much. Check you later.